Hello and welcome to another exciting episode of Not Your African Cliché. Before we get into today's episode though, please don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to us on iTunes and Stitcher, where we are Not Your African Cliché, as well as SoundCloud, where we are NYAC Podcast. Don't forget to reach out to us on social media, Facebook, we are Not Your African Cliché, Twitter, at NYAC Podcast, and Instagram, NYAC underscore podcast. You can also email us at notyourafricancliche at gmail.com. Now, enjoy the rest of the episode. Welcome to another episode of Not Your African Cliche. Happy New Year. We've missed you guys. Um, and so before we get into our podcast episode of the day, we'll let our amazing co-host tell you who they are. My name is Onyeka, a.k.a. Yeka o, by the way. <laughs> hey, guys. This is Ifeyua. Hello, people. It's Ife. Awesome. Um, so today we're going to be doing something a little bit different. It's not a topic-based podcast as you guys might be used to at this time. Uh, we figured that you guys kind of hear our opinions all the time, but you don't necessarily know the brains behind the podcast um, per se. So we're going to do kind of a get to know me tag or get to know us tag um, where there are different questions <laughs> that... Um, are gotten from like the African tag that the YouTubers do, the get to know me tag that the YouTubers do, and just some that I thought were fun and hilarious. So right at the bat, the very first question, ladies, is where were you born and raised? I'll go. This is Ife. I was born and raised in Lagos, Nigeria. So I was born in a little hospital called Ufama Hospital in Ilupejum. Lagos. I don't know if I should tell you my birth story. Is that TMI? No, feel free to it's share. It's up to you, boo. <laughs> okay. So what had happened was, as as Tracy of Another Round will say, you know, um, <laughs> yes. my mom, I was actually like an overdue baby. I was overdue by maybe two days or something like that. So my mom's water mm. broke and she went to the hospital. But I think the person who was at the hospital was a resident who was like, I don't know, a JJC or something. But he was like, oh, mm-hmm. she's not dilated. And he sent her back home mm-hmm. after her water had broke. So like, mm. then she was in a lot of pain. And she was, you know, she was, you know, first time mother now. She was trying to do a day sheet. And she's like, oh, and she was young. She was 26. She was like, my mother had me at my age. Wow. Wait, no. Mm. Oh. She got married at my age. Anyway, around our age, essentially. And, um, yeah, so she like went home and she did a day. She was, my dad was like, you know, let's go to the hospital. You're in too much pain. And it turned out that like, by the time they got to the hospital, me, the baby was in distress. Like they almost lost me. They almost lost her. Um, they had to do an emergency C-section, yada, yada, yada. Wow. Um, but yeah, that's my birth story, guys. Now you know a little more about me. <laughs> Maybe a little wow. too much about me. Um, yeah, so I was raised in Lagos, grew up, was born in Lagos, raised in Lagos, I lived in Lagos up until I was 17 and a half. 
All right, so this is Ifeyua. I was also born in Lagos. I was born at some hospital there. They're always telling me the name, and I'm always forgetting. <laughs> Yo, me too. But some hospital in Ikoi. Um, I'm on posh babes. And, you know, <laughs> we got him a shout. <laughs> yes, I was born in Ikoi, and I think my the the my birth story really isn't as dramatic as Ife, but Ife is a dramatic babe, so I'm not surprised. Except <laughs> from birth, from birth, bruv. But no, it was my mom was like, man, the labor like maybe two three hours, and you just came out sharp sharp. Nice. And I was like, okay. So yeah, I was born. She, my mom says I was born two minutes before midnight. Aww. And do you know my mom? My mom is just weird. She was like, "Oh, I'm so glad you were born on the 15th." I was like, "Ah, why?" She was like, "Oh, the 15th is just so much better than the 16th." <laughs> She's like, yeah. And I was like, that makes absolutely no sense. But she's like, no, the 15th of January is just so much better than the 16th. I was like, okay, sure. Um, so, yeah, so that's the story. I, I I know. I was raised, yeah, so I was uh, born in Lagos and I was also raised in Lagos. Okay. Uh, Yeka over here, um, born and raised in Lagos as well. Although, you know, have been on one to many pilgrimages to the village every Christmas. Um, but <laughs> I was born and raised in Lagos. I think, was it the women's hospital? I don't know. Like, if, if anyone, they'd say it all the time and I don't remember. But I, I want to say it was like women's hospital. I don't know. Something like that. I don't have like a an interesting birth story per se. But going to my next question, um, which should which is, um, like, what was there a reason why you were named what you were named? Do you know? Because mm. I know for me, my dad always says, oh, you know, when your mom was pregnant, you know, I pretty will be a girl because, of course, they didn't know at the time, and I don't think that they would have cared to know just yet. But anyways, I pray that I'll be a girl, and she'll have my color, but, like, she'll look like your mom. So then when you, they give birth to you, I was like, oh, you must be named Onyekachi, which means who is greater than God. I'm like, all right. Oh, that's so beautiful. That's a little, um, I don't know, guys. I don't know. But yeah, so that <laughs> that's the reason why I guess I was called Onyeka. Um, but are there any special reasons why you guys were given your names? Sorry, after we answer this question, can we talk about growing up in Lagos? Because I feel like when you say you're from mm. Lagos, it depends on where in Lagos you're mm-hmm, from because mm-hmm. they're different. Come through. Not yeah. stere- stereotypes, but also like different stories about the yes. neighborhood you grew up in. Absolutely. But anyways, going back to the reason behind my name. So for me as well, it was my dad who, oh my God, he insisted on Ifeiwa. <laughs> He and my mom almost fought because... Wow. <laughs> well, actually, I think they argued because Ifeinwa is my mom's, my maternal grandmother's name. And in my mom's opinion, Ifeinwa is an old name. Hmm. So she was like, ah, ah, what kind of name is that? And my dad was like, it's the name I want. And she's like, ah, it's too so old. A young girl one... born in the 90s. <laughs> she said a young girl. <laughs> He's like, a young girl born in the 90s should not be named if anyone. And my dad was like, no, I like what the name means. And <clears throat> if anyone means um, there's nothing like having a child. 
So my dad was like, oh, I like the name. I like the meaning. My mom was like, ah, there are so many nice, younger sounding names and if anything. But my dad was like, he really put his foot down. So they compromised and he chose... He chose Ifeyua, then my mom chose my other Igbo name, which is Uzuamaka. Mm. So mm. that was the compromise. Yeah. And Ifeyua is such a unique name, though. I feel like you are probably the only Ifeyua I know, I think. Because it's an old name. Ew. <laughs> it's a like, dope nobody, name. like, my, like, I mean, I mean, yeah, but it's, it shows that, like, not a lot of people my age mm-hmm. have that name. It's, you either hear Ifunaya or mm-hmm. you hear Ifoma. Sometimes, yeah. yeah, you hear Ifoma. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Ifine. But it's unique. Yeah, Ifine. Mm-hmm. My name, so my full name is Ifelua Laevi. And that means that I am a manifestation of God's love. Or um, God's love shows in my life, if you want to go like word for word uh, translation. And so I was born two years after my parents got married. My parents got married in, you know, I was born like exactly two years after my parents got married. And, you know, Nigerian households now, like, you know, people Mm -hmm. expect you to be pregnant within the first year or like Nigerian marriages of those days they expect you to be pregnant between within the first year <clears throat> and I think what happened mm-hmm. was that like my mom may have been on like birth control because she was trying to get a job and mm-hmm. like it took a while for it to wear off and of course my grandparents were being dramatic so it was like ah you know we begged for her to you know it was like you know anyway I finally came Sha, and they were like oh mm-hmm. you know yes this this child is a manifestation of God's love in our life. Mm-hmm. Then my Yorubas have a concept of Oriki where mm-hmm. it's like, I don't know how to explain it. I probably should have asked my father about like the whole thing about Oriki, but it's supposed to be like really, it's supposed to be really circumstantial to your birth, even like more circumstantial than like your, the name or like your first name can be your Oriki. And usually it's like your grandmother mm-hmm. that gives you a Oriki. It's like your praise name. And mm. my oriki is Abeni, and that translates to we begged to have her. So like we, you know, wow. she's somebody that we like mm. sought after, and like we begged to have. So my drama being dramatic, of course, about how long they waited. It was two years old, two years, <laughs> and they're like, oh, we begged to have her. Um, mm. But yeah, that's that's the meaning behind my name. Nice. I like, so, I so like sorry, that. sorry to add this. I'm going to. I'll probably edit this part out. But if I, this just reminds me of when you asked this couple that we know in South Hadley, like, oh, you guys have been married five years. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we're so no, rude. she didn't. We were, we he did. We like rude. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh, did. I did. Was uh, I? The, I, I was. I was the only one that asked that. If it were, did you ask of that course. too? Was I? Of, I did not. <laughs> It was like I knew better than that. I was just, I was just a witness, <laughs> and wow. I did a very intrusive question. I was still a nosy, Nigerian. But it was that, like you know, like oh, you guys are like great. Like you guys should have had like you know three kids by now. Mm-hmm. It's like when is the baby coming? So I can love and but it was from kind of that place yeah. of like when is the baby coming? So I can love and especially baby. because like, like a lot of people wow. were having babies around that time too. A lot of people in our church mm. were having babies. I was like there was something in the water that was getting everybody. We're like ah even not they catch baby fever. <laughs> <laughs> Please, you won't play with baby. Oh. So 
that's crazy. All right. Okay, so we all talked about being born and raised in Lagos, but you know, let's talk a little bit about what that experience was like. Like, how would you de- de- define? How would you describe um, like what your neighborhood was like growing up? Mm. So this is Ifeanyiwa, and <laughs> it's I moved around a lot as you know the eighteen years that I lived in Lagos. I, I think I was born in Ikoi, but like my family lived in Ikeja around that time, and then they moved to Festac. Um, I forget how old I was when we moved to Festac, but if somebody asked me you know, what neighborhood I would claim that I grew up in. I would say I'm a Festac girl. Um, but Festac, man, Festac was mm. rough in the 90s. Like, Festac was, like, I'm robbery going on <laughs> different... Like, actually, we got robbed, guys. Yeah. <laughs> like, like we got we got robbed. Like how I think I was eight or seven or eight, we got robbed. Like, Fastac was a rough neighborhood, and my mom, being who she is, she was super protective. So our going out and our coming in was quite limited. Like we did, like we were part of this like children's fellowship, but it happened like the floor above us. Um, oh, so speaking of where I grew up in Fastac, um, it was like a um, how do you call it? Like an apartment complex. So we it was like different flats. Um, so it was like a flat of like, I don't know, like a building of 30 flats. Um, and then in our neighborhood, it was like six different buildings. It was very, it's a, it was an interesting setup. I don't mm-hmm. really know that many places mm-hmm. that has a, quite like a layout like that, but that was like how Festac was at the time. But I think if I, my childhood is... Yeah, I didn't really think of my childhood. I think of Festac, and then after Festac, we moved to Ikoi when I was in QC. I think I was in GS two or GS three. We moved to Ikoi, um, and then during my gap year, we moved to Aja. Like we we've moved around a lot. So, um, but if I was to claim a certain neighborhood, I would claim Festac. Cool. Um, <clears throat> this is Ife. So. Hmm. I was born when when I was born they took me home to Ogba. So we lived in Ogba for mm-hmm. the first two years of my life. Then we moved into the boonies and have been in the boonies ever since. You know how some people when <laughs> when okay, so so we moved to Akute, which is like a suburb of Lagos. So it's technically in Ogun State, but it is more commercially oriented towards Lagos State. So it's kind of like if people are familiar with, you know, people who live in New York City or people who live in Jersey, Jersey City or Hoboken, for example, but like they commute mm. to, to New York City for work. So it's kind of like Hoboken, mm. Jersey City to New York to Manhattan type situation. Mm. But without the ease of public transportation, a lot more potholes and terrible mm. roads. Um, yeah. Mm. But yeah, so you know, normal, so we moved to Akute when I was two, and we've lived there ever since. So we lived in like a rented apartment for like the first however many years. I think maybe first six years or something. Then we moved to our own place that my father um, built and owns, that my family owns um, in Akute. But it's it's such a weird thing because a lot of people 
they rent houses in like the boonies, but they build correct house. They build house in correct mm-hmm. neighborhoods. Well, it seems like my family did the reverse. We like rented in a <laughs> in a central neighborhood. Then we now want to go and like build our own house in Building in, in yeah. the in the bush. But yeah, and growing up in and Akuti, yeah, for real. Like in Akuti, back like when I was growing up, when I first like it was literal like bush. It was like you know you'd be walking and there's like tall <laughs> tall grass and trees and you're walking walking through the woods to get to school yeah I'm one saying, with I'm not nature. even kidding i'm not <laughs> even kidding um and of course it was because it was so kind of isolated there was a there was a general security thing with arm robbie with the whole of lagos i want to say but then it was mm. kind of more intense in our side because we're so removed and before police would come to your side mm. and that kind of thing so like it felt like we were easy pickings and the house that we lived in um uh, the first house we lived in like am robbers came to our house like twice i think at least, like twice wow. in the span of like a year or something like that and like That's my crazy. mom like one of i don't know this is probably too much information but like my mom got like shot in the flank like yeah no. yeah so it was like pretty it was intense then growing up mm. in akute and we had a lot of like family friends it was kind of close-knit because again in the boonies and there's you just have to you know bond and whatever so i had a lot of like tight-knit friendships with with neighbors and like church members type situation um mm. it was it was good times but then everybody went to boarding mm. school and, you know, went their separate ways and mm. all of that. And people started moving out and all. But, yeah. That was mm. growing up in Akuti. Well, um, I grew up in, like, we'd never moved. So my whole growing up life was in Surulere. And it was just a very interesting time. Like, I remember our, like, neighborhood, like, it was so diverse now that I think about it, but like there were, I guess, cliques of people. So it was like, okay, so our house, the house next to us, and then maybe a few houses down, like our parents were like friends. And then down there, there was like the other clique and they didn't really get along per se. Um, but like the kids were the same way. The kids would end up in cliques. Um, but it was, it was such a cool living experience. I knew that there were a lot of, Jamaicans, Dominicans, Indians. Um, let's see, and then of course like there were a lot of like lived there. interesting like Dominicans and Indians yeah. in your yeah. Interesting. It was a very interesting in Surulere. It was a very interesting neighborhood, um, and my mom would go to like all the West Indian parties, and we would go growing up. And oh my God, the Jamaican patties, Jesus yes. Lord. Like it was like growing oh. up was fun. Like people genuinely like looked out for each other. I remember, um, I think I was like either fourteen or fifteen. I went to a cyber cafe. So for those people who don't know, you know, before we all started having <laughs> internet at home, there were cyber cafes where you would go to to log into High Five and all those crazy. Oh things. my God, High Five! Guys. <laughs> you know? Oh, blast from the. Then, Effing past you. (laughs) Good times, good times. Um, and so I was coming back from. I feel like sorry. um, I feel like High Five was our was our um, MySpace. I don't know a lot of Nigerians that did MySpace, Mm -hmm. but I know a lot of Nigerians that did High Five. 
High yep. five, yeah. yeah. Absolutely agree with that. Yep. Um, and so anyways, I was coming back from the cyber cafe and I didn't recognize that someone was following me and I was 14 or 15, remember? So I was walking and, um, I went past, you know, one of our family friend's house and she was standing outside. I guess she sent, you know, the malam to get something for her. And I guess the malam would be like the security guard at the gate, or I guess we'll also refer to them as guys who sell things in like small shops. Um, in front of someone's house. Anyways, so I was walking past and I, you know, greeted her as per usual. And she's like, come into the house. And I'm just like, ah, what did I do? She was like, no, just get in, get in, get in. So I got into the house and then I was really confused as to what was going on. And then I just saw her talking to this guy, right? And so they were having this conversation for at least five minutes. And she comes back in and starts cracking up. And I'm like, what happened? She said, ah, the guy was following you. Say he saw you in the cyber cafe that uh, he came from abroad and he's looking yeah. for a wife Wow! and he thinks he has found the wife and I'm like bruh <laughs> like what do you mean such predatory yes. now yeah. they do that like 14 year old I mean granted I was a tall 14 year old but I was definitely like still. you could definitely tell I was still a child like you had to have known that um, but yeah so it was that kind of neighborhood where people would look you know after each other you know if I did something wrong outside I know that ah if my madame misses me outside, I'm done. Like, cause she's gonna tell my mom, and you know. So it was that Word. kind of neighborhood. Um, it, it was. I had a blast. It was great. It was fantastic. Yeah. Okay. So we've all talked about like Amorbi experiences, and I feel like there might be some people. Very good. Who <laughs> this concept? It's clearly very so unfamiliar. <laughs> Like, we're laughing about this now, but in reality, like, uh, it's not oh, a fun yeah. experience. Do you guys no, remember your very first, like, arm robbery experience? Good. I, I mean, I can go. I could definitely go. I'm just so, having PTSD. I know. No, I'm just so like, it's, legit, it's legit trauma, yo. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Wait, we could also choose not to answer the question. Like, I don't yes, mind. Yes, let's just skip ahead. Okay, oh, <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Oh. Yeah, let's skip ahead. Let's skip ahead. Oh. All right, let's let's transition from these memories. We're going to do a think fast situation. So I'm going to say a word, and you have to tell me the first thing that comes to your mind. Okay, ready? Okay, so the first word is Abia. Sorry, repeat the question. <laughs> I said the word is Abia. It's a thing fast, just Abia Umwaya. Okay, so why 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 Umwaya? You want to tell the people about this? State and capital. State and capital. Abia Umaya Adama Okay. So yeah, guys, when we were in primary school, this is how they taught us how to say the state and capital of Nigeria. Yeah, okay. The next one is St. Louis. Missouri. Effect. Sorry, say that again. St. Louis. Oh, yeah. Wait, wait, wait. No, actually, St. Louis <laughs> Sugar. <Please>. There we <laughs> go. <laughs> I like Missouri. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, Saint so Louis, how Sugar many cubes? cubes? How many cubes of sugar would you put? Would you say is ideal to put in Gary or like five? Like four to five. Pop would be, yeah, pop would be five. Gary would be maybe three. Oh, interesting. So you like your Gary like two slapping. 
Yo, I'm definitely No, because two. the pap was just thicker. Hmm. Whereas I feel like Gary, you know, <laughs> like I feel like three would be sufficient for a bowl of Gary. Yeah, yeah. I know. My bowl of Gary, I don't know how big you people's bowls were, Sha, but <laughs> I had in secondary school, I had this like aluminum like bowl, you know, it wasn't a cup, it was like a nice hefty bowl. So I don't know. Hmm. But five. Yeah, no, I was definitely two cubes. cubes. Wow, two yeah. cubes. Yeah. And I think it was team. also because my mom rationed us, though. Like, my mom would be like, you cannot have more than two cubes of sugar. So I guess yeah. I just ended up, anything more than that was then too sweet to me. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. So growing up, when your parents had guests come over, what did they call you to either serve or to buy and then serve? <laughs> me i think i feel like i'm like my parents in terms of like we don't really have visitors come to my house and about mm. again we live in the boonies ain't nobody trying to travel <laughs> all the way to our our bush number one and number two i don't know man yeah we're not you know there'll be minerals as they say go and bring mineral <laughs> there'll be mm-hmm. like soft drinks soda as they call it yeah. in in other parts of the world in the house um, mm. There might be some, okay. I don't know, chin chin in the house. So yeah, mm-hmm. but what is what is chin chin? Chin chin okay. is a type of fried. <laughs> it's a fried snack. So it's dough. It's a it's it's a dough made of flour, ma- margarine, or butter. In Nigeria, mm-hmm. we don't really use butter because there's no light and butter will spoil. So we use margarine, which is shelf, oh shelf stable, stable for the shelf, longer shelf life. Um, stable sugar, for the stable for the shelf. <laughs> <laughs> so it's flour, uh, sugar, margarine. I think there there might be eggs. I'm not sure. Some people put eggs. Some people don't put eggs. Yeah, and you like roll it into a a dough. I want to say it's like a it's like a pastry dough, but maybe like a little denser than a pastry mm-hmm. dough. Is it? it yeah. Is. Yeah. It is then denser. you cut it into mm-hmm. strips and you fry it. Mm-hmm. And it's like a, yeah. it's like a fried cookie, if you will. Like fried tiny cookies. I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. But yeah, mm-hmm. that's Chin Chin. You did, you did your best. <laughs> you did. <laughs> that you did. If you did, you also buy mineral as well. Uh, I don't know called a mineral. Yeah, but like... <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Actually, don't know. Mineral. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I don't know. I think so. But also, like, just thinking back to childhood, man, like, we were pretty sheltered. So I'm trying to think if we, like, just had a bunch in the house mm. just sitting so we didn't have to go out to buy it. Okay. Yeah, no, I definitely mineral. Um, depending on the guest, like sometimes if we had like garden egg, um, which is like a baby eggplant, right? They're in the same family, I think. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. That. Yeah. Um, let's see. Also, like depending on the guest again, it could be like Gulda, Guinness, mm-hmm. Star. Star. <laughs> All of those drinks, which actually, you know, guys, I don't Heineken. know what star tastes. Heineken. I don't know what star tastes like. I need to fix that. It's a lager. Um, I feel like, yeah, it's 
Say live. Yeah, but like I've never had star though. Is what I'm saying. Yeah. Mm. I, I need to get on that. Okay. Um, so I read a quote that says, um, true embarrassment lies within your email address. Mm. Oh, God. <laughs> so, ladies, what bruv. was your first uh, email address? Bruv, bruv, Don't bruv. do this. Don't do this. <laughs> Don't do this. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll go. This is Ife. My first email address was strawberries and cream sunday at yahoo.co.uk yes! <laughs> you said strawberries and cream i live no. <laughs> so much was that inspired by something i don't know man I don't by know her what sweet I was tooth it was even like yeah i don't know what was i think yeah i don't know what i was thinking honestly truly I think I was just trying to feel fresh because I think maybe that might have been the year that I first even tried strawberries or something like, like something I don't know, man. I think I was trying to just <laughs> be fancy. Mm. Okay, beefy. Mm. I got to. <laughs> um, I still remember. I think I remember when I created mine. I I think it was in a cyber cafe actually. Mm. Um. Mine, I think I still have it actually. It's pretty functional. Um, my <laughs> my first email address was Efi thirteen love. Oh, that's all. That's nice. Uh-huh. Yeah, very was it like an L U V though? <laughs> no, it was an L O V E. Okay, nice, oh, nice. Mm. Yeah. Well, mine was Onyeka forever but it was like number four and then like hello <laughs> at yahoo.com Man. yeah yahoo Did was what was popping yeah, it was yeah. and M- hotmail too i think at the time mm-hmm. and hotmail was too. popping oh, yeah. too did you guys ever go into those chat rooms like the Yahoo Messenger? Oh my god, I did. Oh, I did. Yes, oh yes. It was quite Ooh. grimy. Yeah, I did, like a lot of weirdos and it was just like <laughs> Because I I don't even know if because now people talk about how we connect with people that we haven't even met in person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But somehow it feels better now than it was then. Because mm. mm. <clears throat> now people talk about, oh, catfish. Like, um, the original catfish was in those chat rooms, <laughs> man. Like, <laughs> you don't yes. even know who's who. Like, you just see the handle, the username, and that's all you go off on. Yeah. Now. Yo, guys, I remember, oh, my God, this conversation I had with this one guy. Um, he was Nigerian and, like, you know, who was, I guess he was trying to spit game. And then his claim to fame was that his sister was in Flavor Flav's, like, show. I don't know if y'all have, have ever seen Flavor Flav's show. Oh, mm-hmm. my God. Now, looking back on it, I was just like, what was I doing with my life? But, you know, this is all in the past. Mm-hmm. Old things are made new. Um, <laughs> okay, so moving along, were you guys little brides or flower girls? Both, both. I was such a cute mm. kid. I'm not even gonna like lie. <laughs> I was a cutie, and everybody wanted me to be their little bride. So, mm. yeah, I was, I was never like a little, little bride. 
I was a little bright for my aunt, whose house I'm currently like in now, actually. <laughs> I was a little bright for my aunt. I was a little bright for like her friends. Like there was some like random people that I didn't even have a connection to. That made me their little. <laughs> they bride. just borrowed. They you. just borrowed me <laughs> to be their little bride. And there was this one that I remember vividly. Um, she had a traditional wedding. You know, like Nigerians, we have. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Like white religious ceremonial weddings, and we also have traditional weddings. So this woman is Edo, and she um, had me. I was like her little Edo little bride. So I wore like the traditional wear with the like hair, and I was feeling very, you know, very, very important and and cultured. Yeah, I don't remember. I think maybe I might have been a little bridesmaid. But I don't remember. Yeah, no, I never was. I never was a little bright, and it actually affected me emotionally. Um, uh-uh. <laughs> Cause I'm like, you well, I was always the flower girl, though. No, I was always the flower girl, but never the little bride. I'm like, bro. <laughs> um, I feel like there was even a point where someone wanted me to be a flower girl. And I was just like, I don't want. <laughs> but, <laughs> she said, I don't want. <laughs> that's just. I mean, it's not like I say if they listen to me, I still wear the dress, so whatever. Um. <laughs> Yeah, there's some. What um, was the first book you remember reading? That's a tough question. Or just books mm. from your childhood, I guess. Okay. Books from childhood. Um, mm-hmm. I remember looking, maybe not, like Ali and Simbi. Mm. From, those, from those English textbooks. Macmillan. Books. Yes. Then I remember Premier English. He goes up, <laughs> I go up. Is it time to go? <laughs> Is it time to go up? It is up. <laughs> Don't you guys so remember weak. that? You remember this so yes. well. Oh my god. I didn't remember it till you said it. And oh, I was like, wow. Major throwback. <laughs> that was good. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Like I, I feel, feel like, like I yeah. just traveled back in time. Yeah. So I this was like my first like read major reading memories. Then like leisure reading, Rally at the Sugar Girl. Mm. And all those like lantern books, so like yeah, yeah. something something's edikai con soup, or how the churches <laughs> fell like crack a share, crack a share. You know, like all these. I was so yeah. in love with those like lantern books, those like small, small books. Then I started reading in it blighting. Oh yes, as it goes to school, without a silver spoon, mm. but with leopard. But oh my yes, god, yes! Oh, forgot about that. Yeah, good times. Did you yeah. guys ever read the Incorruptible Judge? I did not. Yes, hmm. I felt like that was quite a. It was a hard book. I forget why. I felt like it was very. I don't know. Detached. I don't know. It just read like <laughs> it read like something that would never happen in my world. So it just felt very like alien. Like what is an incorruptible? Ju- like it's how old were we? Like what's an incorruptible? Ju- <laughs> just just oh, like okay, yeah. <laughs> I guess it cannot be corrupted. Okay. <laughs> All oh, right. Man. Yeah, and then a lot of any yeah. thing for sure. <clears throat> oh my gosh. I think at one point I asked the school to buy more because I had finished reading. <laughs> wow. Okay. 
Well, I, I mean, know. I don't know. I don't remember how big Nazareth's library was, but I remember finishing all of them, and I was like, oh, can we buy some more? <laughs> what did they say, please? Lambo. They're like, uh, I don't I don't think they took me seriously. So rude. That's yeah. terrible. Man, if I can't believe you brought up that premiere book. <laughs> he goes up. He goes oh, up. I go up. <laughs> Speaking of books, though, you, you guys definitely read Ugo Oh, you had to use Ugo Siogo, right? Oh, def, the def, def. Oh, my goodness, math. yes. Uh, which other book was there? Like, Understanding Math. We definitely use that a lot yeah. for math. Man, good times. Uh, quantitative Siogo. English. Quantitative Sorry, and verbal. Quantitative and verbal. I say quantitative English. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Quantitative I'm reason. I Yes. <laughs> I love quantitative though. You're right. That was that was a good one. Oh, mm-hmm. good times. Okay, so just moving now to more adult things, I guess. Who is the first person that you call when things go down in your family? Like family gist. Who's the first person you're calling? My mom, I think. Like it depends on the kind of gist. It it mm, depends. If I want to like do a key, if I want to gossip is my sisters we have a sister group chat so um yeah it's, it's uh it goes on the sister group chats if you want to gossip about somebody then if mm. it's like i don't know i'm sad or like something semi-serious or serious it's usually my mom yeah well and also my mom is very dramatic you see i guess it from somebody my mom just say hey kilo shale. oh my god so yeah i kind of have to also be careful when i'm telling my mom stuff so she will not like panic her head off um oh yes if you know yeah. your dad's going to listen to this and be like so i'm not the one that you call <laughs> i call my dad like i call my dad for i don't know like financial Mm. Stuff I feel. Okay. I don't know. Mm. Yeah. Ify. Yeah. Ah, I mean, it's my brother. Like, there's nobody. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he's the one. <laughs> We're like, have you heard? <laughs> no. <laughs> Give me what the happened? <laughs> yeah. If it's not him, I feel like lately my one of my cousins. Um, He's, he's my, he's my person in the family. So when my brother was home over the holidays, he was the one giving me the, the gossip. Mm. Um, yeah. Uh, one of my mom's sisters, she also likes to gossip with me. Um, yeah, my mom is also the same. My mom is super dramatic. I can't even complain about stuff to her cause her own worry would just overshadow my own worry. Um, <laughs> But yeah, if stuff goes down, it's for sure my brother. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mine will be my brother too. Um, yeah, I think I'll talk to my brother first and then talk to my mom. Especially like if it's related to my mom, I'll talk to my brother first. But then my mom just has to give really good gist. And my mom uh, is super impatient. Like she doesn't have time for like skirting around the story. She'll just give it to you straight and direct. And you're like, hey, you don't say, you don't mean it. <laughs> Yeah, so that's definitely for sure. Mm -hmm. What's Mm. um, one thing you wish your mom had told you before you started adulting? Wow, 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 wow. Wow, wow, wow. 
Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> Where does one begin? Hmm. Huh. <laughs> this pause is uh, beyond pregnancy. Don't give birth already. <laughs> give birth to triplets. Wow. <laughs> Um, Yeka, oh, I think I would, I wish my mom had said, um, like, don't be afraid to be assertive in front of men, even though, Mm. like, I feel like she was in her everyday life, but she didn't categorically say that to me. Yeah, Mm. I think that's something that I wish she said, like, don't be afraid to be very assertive, like, speak your mind. I mean, there's one that's coming to mind, but I'm like, it's not really quite adulting, but like... You can say it. Huh. I mean, I I wish my mom had told me about... Well, she did tell me about sex, but I feel like sex is such a huge topic that there's so many ways to tackle it. Like, as opposed to, like, keep your legs closed. Like, nobody... Well, my mom never told me about... It's not as easy as that. Like, Mm. you can't just be like, Oh, yeah, you know, these boys, they will always want to get in between your legs. And that's the end of the conversation. Like, Mm -hmm. fam. There are these things called hormones, though. Like, what do you do (laughs) with them? (laughs) Like... So, yeah, I feel like that's one big thing that I'm like, we never really talked about, like, what do you do with all this built-up sexual energy? Mm. Which, I mean, I feel like, even if I asked her now, she would just be like, crickets. (laughs) Speaking of that, like, me and my mom were talking about, you know, how, I was talking about her, essentially... Her failing as a mother to tell us about sex, and she was like, "Oh, like she would you like if I say vagina, my mom feels uncomfortable. If I, she's no. like, no, it's your front bum. Like that's how my mom taught us. It's your front <laughs> bum bum. <laughs> yes, come through, mama. It's your front so bum bum. <laughs> No, mom, this is like, you know, this is negligent parenting on your part because you do not tell us about sex. Like, you know, thank goodness for who we are and whatever. And, you know, mm, but mm-hmm. yeah, she was like, hey, that I knew that you were good girls and you whatever. Like, she's oh so, my God. she's so uncomfortable about the topic of yeah. sex, like talking sex with us. And I was just like, please, we're grown now. Mm. Nobody here is a child. Mm. Eh? Who are you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Front bum bum. <laughs> Your friend, I'm just like, that word is going to be stuck in my head all week because of you. Whoo, that's, that's. But you funny. know, I kind of like that though, because you know how there are different um, names for vagina. Like people have, mm-hmm. you know, the rose bush or whatever. <laughs> Some people have other names. Mm-hmm. Your kush. Mm, your hoo-ha. Front bum bum. Front, front bum bum just has a special ring to it. <laughs> Would you be implementing that in your daily life? Yes. <laughs> I just might. I just might. Shout out to Fez mom oh, coming no. Shout out mama. <laughs> That's so funny. Are there any crazy superstitions that you guys believe or you heard growing up and now you just can't like get away from mm. them? Mm. 
I mean, the other day, somebody crossed my head and I told him to cross back. <laughs> like, a co-worker passed something over my head and I was like, no, you have to pass back. And he was like... <laughs> like, thankfully, he kind of understood and I was like, yes, you have to pass my head back. Like, if you, you want to address like that. that superstition for a second, I don't even know what the uh, is. I don't even really know. I just know that it's not good, and if somebody does it, they have to pass back. Like, <laughs> you can't just, you can't just. It's just. <laughs> it's like that's where my brain is, yo, fam. You guys. <laughs> Be passing stuff over my head. No, 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 no. No, you have to pass back and then think on your ways. Like, mm. wow, okay, yeah, that, that was fun. Uh, if that, <laughs> do you have any anyone you still hold on to? Um, I'm sure there there are, but I can't think of anyone. Let me juggle your memory. So, there's another superstition about when you're going somewhere, you don't tell people. Oh, yeah. Like, say you're traveling. Mm, yeah. You don't tell people exactly where you're going. <laughs> you just... Oh. <laughs> I'm traveling in maybe two weeks. I'm like, bro, you have your ticket. <laughs> like, you don't have your ticket already. <laughs> oh, yeah. God, mercy. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Because they say, what well, is bad luck or someone can do something mm-hmm. between when I you tell know. them and when you have to go. Yeah, that's exactly. true. Did you guys ever hear like the don't whistle at night one? Oh yes, yes, because you call snakes. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, and it gets to annoy me because I love to whistle. Now I'm like whistling at all times of the day. I'm like, let me see what snake. Yeah, and another one that that I think it speaking of things that used to bother me, like I used to love laying on the couch and putting my feet against the wall, or laying on my bed and putting my feet against the wall. And my mom and like mm. somebody was like, "Oh, it's only witches that do that." They put their feet in the wall. Wow! Something wild wow. like that. You oh should have told God. them. You got me. <laughs> <laughs> my <laughs> my oh, secret please. is out now. This is in Nigeria. <laughs> we find it for sure. Like for real, for real. Take me Deliver to the library. Hey, you're right. You're actually right. No one I know I hold on to is like when your palm itches, that that means mm. you're gonna get money. I think it's your right, your right palm. Like once it itches, you're gonna get money. Mm. Um, I think yeah, that's that's definitely something I've held on to, and I think it works sometimes. So Lord, please, me my my, my palm itch just soon enough. <laughs> money is good. Money is needed. All right, I. Uh, uh, let's see what question do I want to end up with what is okay this is going to be the last one the most unsolicited advice that you've gotten from a Nigerian auntie uncle just a Nigerian period oh, God. unsolicited comments on my body don't fucking talk up like you know just just leave you know okay. accept my presence is your gift don't talk about yeah. my body oh! I'm so oh! I'm so time, tired just... I'm so Ooh. and it's been like yes. since I've been since I've been like 10 or whatever since like I you know started going through puberty is from oh your chest thin out so oh your stomach mm. is big oh your th- it's just like a barrage of like body you know Mm-hmm. It's a miracle that I don't have bigger body image issues because people have been commenting on my body 
since I was a child. And like, it is just, mm. it's exhausting. It is terrible. Just like, let's let people be. Mm? Yeah. They know what their bodies mm-hmm. look like. They, you know, probably look in the mirror. You're not saying anything new. Just femme, femme. Mm-hmm. Oh, your lips. Femme, femme la bouche. La bouche. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. Mm. Okay, so I think mine would be like relating to like preparation for marriage. Like growing up, I just enjoyed like sitting with my legs wide apart because I have long legs. And sometimes I don't want them crossed because it's uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Um. Mm-hmm. And, you know, hearing people say things like, ah, don't you know you're a girl? Put your legs together. How will somebody now marry you? And I'm like, I'm eight. <laughs> so do you do you quite mind? Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Uh, but all just mm-hmm. those random things. Ah, you've not made this soup. <laughs> How will you now marry somebody? And I'm just like, okay, bye. Mm. Um, I remember when I first went natural. Um, and one of my aunts always had unsolicited opinions about the way my natural hair looked Hmm. and I was like it's not your head (laughs) I did not ask you for your opinion Mm. (laughs) like if you don't if you don't like natural hair you don't have to go natural me that I've decided to go natural just allow me and my hair to just be but yeah, but I mean, it goes back to what you first said. There's just unsolicited advice about appearance. It's just like, okay, I know what I look mm. like in the mirror, but thanks, thanks, but no thanks. Mm-hmm. Well, ladies, thanks for sharing your uh, thoughts and <laughs> life stories, birth stories <laughs> with our listeners. <laughs> we hope you guys way. gleaned a thing or two. <laughs> um, just hearing hearing our responses to some of these questions but before we wrap up what are you guys listening to watching or reading this is ife i am reading crazy rich asians by i believe kevin kwan is his name i'm not sure of his name but it's essentially like lifestyle of the rich and famous you know Asian edition where it chronicles like the lives of the really rich people in Asia and how um, how like there's like a not dichotomy but like there's a cultural gap between ABCs or ABAs and ABCs meaning American born Chinese or American born like Asian people and people who are coming from from the continent and just exploring all of those like cultural dynamics and stuff so it's a it's an interesting read and it's like fun and funny so far i am watching westworld i you know i'm super late i'm episode two and it's 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 unlike anything i've ever seen honestly and it's like Mm. it's good it's yeah it's good it's good yeah, wait. I've been listening to Malik Berry's Last Days of Summer EP. That's that's one mm. thing. That do you like it? I do. I like okay. Malik Berry. You don't like it? I like him, but I think the EP for some reason I was a little disappointed. Yeah, but there were some. Yeah, there was one song I liked on it, control. excluding the other ones that I already. No, not control. Um. No, Contra, that one came out long ago. I mean, like, one of the new songs. 
Mm. I think Pawn My Mind, yeah, I think that was the only new song that I heard that I liked. Okay. But I'll listen to it again. Yeah, if you are reporting live, uh, <laughs> I, <laughs> I am reading... Uh, so I'm reading two books, which is something I started doing this year, and it's very unlike me. I'm reading uh, Sister Outsider by Audre Lorde. Mm-hmm. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> that <laughs> I'm like buddy reading with Ife, but forgot that we were supposed to be buddy reading. It. Anyway, and I'm also reading Toni Morrison's Tar Baby. I'm reading it with uh, an online group. I am watching the latest season of Grace and Frankie, um, season four, and I am listening to Burner Boy's uh, new album. Is it good? Called Outside. It's you know what I I like it. I don't love it, but I like it. Mm-hmm. There's some songs. Ph City Vibration is like my favorite, mm-hmm. and then. You know what? I'll give it like a solid 6.5. Okay. <laughs> Real solid. Out of 10. <laughs> solid 6.5. Yeah. Oh, I forgot to mention. I'm, or I read, or I listened to Gabriel Union's We're Gonna Need More Wine. Her memoir. Was it good? I'm super curious. It was good. I feel like I might be all memoired out because before that I had, oh yes. yeah, it's been a, there's been a long break. Before that I had listened to Jennifer Lewis's Mother of Black Hollywood, her memoir. Yeah. So I feel like I might be like tapped out of like back to back because I essentially listened to the memoirs back to back. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I tend to read non, like I, I tend to like reading memoirs as audiobooks. And I don't know. Yeah. It was good. It was... Gabrielle Union's We're Gonna Need More Wine was good, like, introspective. And she, like, shared really intimate details of her life. And it was, yeah, it was raw and vulnerable and stuff. It was good. I don't know why. I think maybe I had hyped it up in my head or the reviews had, like, hyped it up. And I thought it'd be more than it was. But it was a good book. It was, yeah, it was a good book. Then Jennifer Lewis's Mother of Black Hollywood was ah Jennifer Lewis is hilarious. Like if if for nothing else, listen to it for her like delivery and performance of the book because she legit like performs the book and like how she reads it with like different voices and she like sings. Like she burst into song multiple times as she was oh reading God. the book. Um, so yes, I, I definitely highly recommend that. Listen to enjoying that book as an audiobook but um my qualms with the book was that like the it wasn't a streamlined timeline it was like it felt like it jumped all over the place from like different timelines in her life like points in her life it wasn't you know it wasn't chronological it wasn't immediately clear Mm. what time what period of life she was referring to and how it fits with the rest of the the timeline um, but she was like very vulnerable about her mental illness and you know her journey to being better and how she manages it and yeah like it's a really good book actually like I like yeah I recommend uh Hika O and I'm listening to Todd Delaney's new album um 
I am reading the Five Love Languages Singles Edition, um, which has been a very interesting read. Why are you laughing? I'm just, I'm just uh, commenting on our forever I love status. Guys, you know, if you're eligible, no, eligible, eligible, eligible men, you know, we are chill. Just, just putting it out here, out there. Okay. Um, okay, about that. Um, so yeah, I'm reading The Five Love Languages by Gary Chapman, um, which is very interesting because he has some very interesting ideas on how relationships are formed and the way that we interact with people within uh, relationships, whether it's romantic relationships or just like friendships, um, relationship with parents, that type of thing. So it's a really interesting um, book. So, yeah. And I'm not really watching anything right now. Oh, I did watch Stepsisters on Netflix. Mm. Was that good? Major eye roll. <laughs> like, <laughs> ma- like, major eye roll. To why, like it's a step. It's called step sisters, meaning that they should be actually stepping, not have like pre-recorded steps that they're like attempting to step to. So they should at least just get that in sync. It'll be really nice. Um, yeah, it was an interesting storyline, but major eye roll. Um, oh, speaking of eye roll, sorry, I just keep remembering what I'm watching. So I'm also, I also, I'm also watching Marvel's Runaway. Runaways, hmm. yeah, and is that good? the premise—it's okay. I don't know. So the thing about me is that like teen dramas at some points just annoy the hell out of me, and I'm like, you people are just—I don't know. I don't know if you are stupid, you are <laughs> naive. Wow. It's a combination of the two. It's just like yeah. But the premise of the show is that some kids find out that their parents are like villains, and their parents are are doing some shady shit and they like uh, worked the they worked to uncover the shady shit like they band together and whatever whatever so it's like cutesy in that way and it's like mildly interesting and they're the characters are there's this like girl who's not skinny she's like she's not fat or you know she's not like particularly big but she's like a little you know she's a little thick and it's nice to see you know some thick representation if you will she's not even that thick but like she's not a size one or two or zero um (laughs) which is nice to see but what another one thing that annoys me about the show is that the main character or whoever is supposed to be the main character the guy he cannot act he has like one face for every situation (laughs) shock annoyance happiness is like one face You know, like it's just oh, mildly irritated all the time, or like, yeah. Anyway, mm, yeah, yes. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> cool. Thanks for hanging with us, yes. and here's to many more fun episodes in 2018. Yes. 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 Bye, guys. Oh, cool. Bye. Bye. Oh, we did mention that Maya was not around, though. But I guess. They- <laughs>